Hey, and welcome to the Dr. Nicolia Show, where we talk about living intentionally and by design in all things related to the subconscious mind. Every single Tuesday, I release a new episode where we talk about in-depth topics to help you bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be. I'm so excited that you're here with me. Welcome to another Transformational Tuesday with me, your host, Dr. Nicolia. Thank you guys for joining me today. I want to talk about habits. Habits are those sneaky little routines and patterns that we have that we don't even recognize. And the reason I want to talk about it, because we are creatures of habit. So whether we like to believe it or not, our life is a direct reflection of our habits. Some research says that our life and our routines and our habits account for 40% of our behavior. So 40% of the decisions and the behaviors and the steps we take and all of that are a direct reflection of our habits. So in totality, your life is essentially a sum of your habits. And this is where you get an opportunity to choose, right? Do you want to have healthy habits? Do you want to have bad habits? Like what do you want to do? And so let's break it down because more importantly today, the most important thing I want you to walk away with is some tools and strategies to replace your negative habits with healthy habits so that you're making decisions that are going to put you in a position to succeed. So habits are small decisions you make every single day and actions you perform every single day. Again, We are creatures of habits, whether we believe it or not. There are certain things that you just do that are part of your habits. Some are good, some are bad, some are indifferent, right? So an example of a good habit may be that you pray first thing when you wake up. That's a really good habit and a good routine to get into, right? An example of a bad habit may be that you scroll social media too long and you get stuck in the black hole and don't realize that you've been on it as long as you've been on it. And then you're probably wondering like, Dr. Nicole, what in the world is an indifferent habit? Habits typically should fall in either the good side or the bad side. But what I call, what I've titled an indifferent habit is a habit that you do without really thinking about it, but it's a part of your routine. So whether you get dressed and then eat breakfast in the morning or eat breakfast and then get dressed, that's a habit. Whether you start off walking with your right leg or your left leg, that's a habit. Whether you get in the shower at night before going to bed or first thing in the morning before heading off to work, those are examples of habits. They're not necessarily good or bad because they won't make or break you. They're not in the way of anything in particularly, but they're just routines that you've built in. And you'll notice that you have a lot more kind of like medium habits that don't really fall on either side the more you pay attention to them. And after today's talk, You'll also notice that you have more habits that are a part of your daily routine and rituals that you implement, good and bad and indifferent, more on a regular basis. You won't even, you don't even realize half of the things that are habits to you. I know I shared before in a previous episode, I remember for me when I um, moved into my house, there was some, I don't know where something went wrong, but somehow my hot and my cold knobs switched. And so forever, I just knew that if I turned my water to cold, the hot would come on. And if I turned my water to hot, the cold would come on. I knew mentally it was switched, right? But then eventually I got tired of it, had someone come and fix it. And it took me forever to break the habit of turning on the wrong knob because I had instilled that as a regular practice. And so this is what I learned through this experience is that, you know, habits happen, whether good or bad, whether they make or they break you, We're all a victim of our habits, so we might as well be intentional about choosing our habits in a way that's going to put us in a position to succeed. So I want you to take a moment and I want you just to think about it right here. 
right now. Just take a brief second and think about what habits do you have currently that are working in your favor? Maybe again, maybe you read every single day. That's a big, that's a good habit for me as a coach that supports people with writing and publishing their books and me writing books myself. Reading is a great tool and a habit to, to incorporate because it helps me, it helps to inform my writing um, as well as me to be able to support other people. So that's a great habit. But what habits do you have that are working in your favor? And be honest, you know, there are a lot of us that have great habits that we don't even recognize that we sometimes blow it off until maybe we talk to somebody. I know for me, somebody was joking about my skin recently. They're like, your skin is so clear. You must drink a lot of water. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, wow, I actually do drink a lot more water than a lot of people, right? Now, don't let that fool you because I also have habits that sabotage me, which brings me to my next question. What habits do you have that are sabotaging your success? For me, I eat way too much sugar. It's probably somewhat of an addiction. But again, the first step is recognizing that it's sabotaging me in other ways and then choosing to be intentional about trying to find a way to break your habit. Now, Let's break down the practice of a habit. Every habit follows like a series of steps, okay? It's like a a three-step pattern. First, you get a reminder. So this is the trigger that initiates the behavior. Then you have the routine, which is the behavior, the habit that you've incorporated, the action that you take. And then you have the reward. So the benefit you gain from doing the behavior. So for example, if every day you walk in your front door, your remote is sitting on the couch and you slump, you sit down, slump on the couch and turn on the TV and watch TV, right? The reminder is walking into the front door and seeing that remote. That's the trigger that initiated that habit. Then you have a routine right? The routine is that you slump on the couch, turn on the TV and watch your TV show, Netflix, right? Netflix in and away. Then you have the reward. The reward is that you're just following your routine. You're getting maybe some laughter from catching the latest episode of whatever your favorite TV show is. Um, You get to relax, just mindless entertainment away from a long day at work or whatever it may be. Every habit follows this three-step pattern. And this is the reason that I share this with you is because it's important for us to recognize it so that we know how to shift those three-step patterns. So I'm going to give you an example. This is a very true story. My client followed that exact step as her day-to-day practice. She'd come in before she'd even, you know, get her kids from daycare. She had about two hours before their daycare closed and she just needed a mindless activity to do. So she'd come in, her remote was sitting there waiting for her. She'd, you know, take off her jacket she'd lay down her briefcase she'd sit on the couch she'd turn on tv and she'd watch like an hour right and then she'd eventually get up go get her children come home and cook but what she was trying to do is she was actually trying to find time to start writing a book and she kept telling me i don't have time i don't have time i don't have time and when we spent time really working on some productivity hacks and tips and reviewing her schedule that's when i recognized that this habit was actually one that was sabotaging her success now don't get me wrong i am all about watching a good tv show and getting some mind entertainment away from a long and hectic and overwhelming day but not at the cost of you risking the opportunity to go after your goals okay and so that's why I was like all right well let's start talking about how we can replace this habit so what we started to do because again I said writing or reading informs your writing instead of having that triggering behavior that initiated that trigger that initiated the behavior of seeing the remote it being out on the couch we decided 
that we would hide the remote altogether. So she had her son hide the remote, which was awesome. That was a, a choice she made. But then we also, instead where the remote typically sat, we put a book that she was currently reading in that moment. And so every time she was tempted to still walk to the TV and turn it on manually or whatever it may be, she had that book that served as a reminder to trigger a new routine, okay? This is so important because habits don't just break themselves unless you're intentional about creating a routine. So in order to be able to create a routine, you got to first recognize what the bad habit is, okay? So that's why I asked you to take a moment to reflect. What habits do you have in your life that are currently sabotaging your success? The next thing to recognize is you can't just eliminate a bad habit and hope it goes away. So you can't, that's why with smokers, that's one of the, a long time ago, a big thing with smokers and helping smokers to stop smoking, they gave them gum. You got to give them something else to do to eliminate that or to replace that bad habit, not to just eliminate it. Okay. This is so, so, so important because I think this is where a lot of people make mistakes is that they believe, oh, well, I just can't, I just get rid of it. But for to be, if I can be totally transparent with you, bad habits still serve a purpose. And so sometimes we need to give ourselves a new outcome that we desire. That's why gum helps with smoking. That's why that book it was helpful in place of their remote. Um, that sort of thing is really, really important. So how to break a bad habit? Let's break it down. The first thing is you need to chew, first you need to identify the bad habit like I mentioned right then you need to recognize that you can't just eliminate you need to replace it but you got to figure out what the right substitute is to replace that bad habit with so you need to have a plan ahead of time in order to respond appropriately I know for me one of the bad habits I was working on breaking this is about a year ago I spend a lot of money on carry out and I am not like a Burger King Wendy's McDonald's type of girl I am like a bougie fast food eater I order carry out from restaurants I'm going to Chick-fil-a I'm going to Piata I'm going to all the the fancy places that cost way too much money for me to be getting carry out multiple times a week okay and so for me I'm like all right I'm going to re, you know remove carry out as much as possible now the first time I went after this I failed miserably because all I kept thinking was well I just need to remove it but I didn't really have a plan when I went back to the drawing board I started to be more intentional so I instead of you know going to carry out I decided that I was going to spend my time focusing on meal prepping because if I meal prepped then I had a meal that was convenient for me to grab and then I'd be less likely to be you know in a crunch and trying to be desperate enough to go and buy food when I didn't need to be buying food and so when I went back the second time around and I was able to meal prep that helped me create a substitute ahead of time and it helped me to be prepared to respond when I was facing stress or boredom or anything that would trigger that bad habit. The reality is we are triggered emotionally to fall into our habitual routines. And so that's why we have to have a substitute on the front end in order to understand how we're going to respond when those emotions come up. Okay. The next thing is to cut out as many triggers as possible. I know for one of my clients um, that was working through healing, she struggled with like broadcasting all of her things on social media. And she would feel embarrassed because she felt like, oh my gosh, I'm oversharing and I really didn't want people to know it. But once it's out there, I can't take it back. And so a big trigger for her was seeing other people oversharing. A big trigger was getting stuck on social media. And so she had to identify first what that trigger was and determine the way to remove it. And so for her, it was very extreme. She just totally took social media off her phone. But again, she didn't just eliminate social media. 
media. She replaced it with something else. So she downloaded a certain app that she was able to go in and play. So she was doing, I think it was Words with Friends at the time, where she was playing different like word games with family and friends. And so she took something that was social, but replaced it with something that was social, but actually helpful. Not just anything that was social, but something that was a little bit more helpful, okay? So you gotta identify what your triggers are and remove as many of the triggers as possible. Like my other client I told you about, she just removed the TV remote altogether and she had her three-year-old son hide it. If I don't know if you ever have a three-year-old before, but a three-year-old, if they hide something or lose something, you ain't gonna find it. So she's not gonna find that remote anytime. And by the time she finds it, her habit will be broken long and gone. So she'll be in a good situation, okay? The next step is to join forces with an accountability partner. So whenever you are trying to break a bad habit and replace it with something healthy, get somebody that is either doing the same thing that you're already doing. So maybe you're trying to eat healthy and you're like, you know what, my friend eats really healthy, so I'm gonna start talking to her on a regular basis so that she can help me to get on the same page as her. Or maybe it's somebody that's not doing the same thing that you're doing, but just somebody that will hold you accountable. I know for me, um, when I was removing sweets from my diet, and actually I was supposed to be removing fast food as well, I wanted a Chick-fil-A cookies and cream milkshake like it was going out of style. Like I wanted it so bad. So I'm just driving home from work and it was just a regular routine, again, a habit of mine. I'm driving home from work and I'm driving to Chick-fil-A and my friend calls me and she's like, hey, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, just about to stop and get this milkshake. And it's funny because I had never asked her to be my accountability partner, but just in that moment, she's like, well, Nicole, didn't you say that you were giving up um, sweets? And like, just in that moment, it was enough to like snap me back into shape and say, okay, this is, <laughs> you're right. Like I need to get out of the line. I was able to get out of the line. And it was, it was funny because I didn't even ask her to be an accountability partner. But in that moment, it just highlighted the value of having someone who's there and will hold you accountable to the things that you want to accomplish. It is so important. I cannot stress that enough. The final strategy is to identify what what would happen if you remove this habit, if you replace this habit with something helpful. So I know for my client that was working on writing the book, I kept saying, imagine that hour that you spend every single day watching TV, how much further would you be in your publishing process if you wrote for an hour every single day? And I had her visualize what the outcome would be. And she went as far as to create a vision board. We actually did a virtual session where she created a vision board that she could look at. So every time she felt tempted to, to fall back into her old habits, she remembered that the new habits were going to serve her a lot better than the old habits. And so my challenge to you is to ask yourself, what are what would happen if you have create these new habits and remove the old habits? What new opportunities would open up? What new ways would you be out of your way? And what things could you make room for now that you're out of your way? Visualize that success. There's so much power in visualization. So see yourself throwing away the cigarettes. See yourself 30 pounds lighter. See yourself holding your book in your hand. Whatever the bad habit is that you're looking to break, visualize that feel it a, a smile enjoy it because what you're really doing is you're reprogramming your mind to want to go after that okay you're reprogramming your thoughts to want to work you're increasing your motivation to keep wanting to go after accomplishing these habits 
Overall, there is no such thing as like judgment when it comes to habits. We all have habits and I hate when people judge like they're like, ew, that habit is so gross because what may be a bad habit for that person may be easy for you to break, but what may be a bad habit for you may be easy for them to break. So there should be no judgment about habits. The point is that we should take it as an opportunity to learn, to reflect, to shift and determine what habits that we'd like to get rid of, how we can replace those and how we can move forward with them. Overall, breaking bad habits takes time and effort, but most importantly, it takes a lot of hard work, diligence, showing up, and perseverance, okay? And here's the thing. You may fall short a few times. That's okay. That's a part of the process, but you only fail if you don't get back up and try again. I told you guys before that I failed miserably my first time trying to meal or trying to save money with not spending out, not buying, you know, carry out. And I didn't have a plan. When I went back the second time, I had a plan. I had an accountability person. I had um, some people around me that were meal prepping that I actually meal prepped with my mom during that season. Um, I, I visualized what it would look like when my bank account had more money and I felt better around my waist because I wasn't gaining weight from all this fair, you know, fast food that I was eating. Um, I visualized all of that. And so the second time when I went back into it, I put myself in a position to succeed with it. So if you fall short, that's okay. Pick yourself back up, reflect on where you fell short, reflect on what you learned and create a new plan moving forward. I am here to tell you that I believe in your ability to one, identify the bad habit, to two, forgive yourself for the bad habit that you've incorporated into your life, but to three, most importantly, eliminate and replace it with a habit that is going to serve you. So my challenge for you today is to reflect on this. If you'd like extra support on this journey of creating and incorporating new habits to increase your success and reduce your self-sabotage, sign up for a totally free call with me. That's in the show notes for you to check out. I also have my book called The Habit Hacker where I share strategies that I've used. I share my journey of hacking bad habits and finding new and healthy habits. If you sign up or if you order a copy of that book, you'll also get a totally free training along with it. So that's an option for you as well. I want to be able to support you on this journey of creating habits that serve you because ultimately again our life is a reflection of our habits so what do what habits do you want your life to reflect take some take some time to consider that and think on that today until next time i will chat with you guys later and i hope that this is an amazing week thanks for tuning in to the dr nicolia show today If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I want to hear all about it. Your words and your feedback add so much value to this show. So here are three additional ways you can continue to support. First, leave a review. Your feedback helps me to show up and support you at a greater level. Two, share, share, share. If you loved today's episode, take a screenshot or highlight your favorite quote that stood out to you and share it on your social media account. Be sure to tag me at Nicolia Williams. I love seeing you guys engaging in all your takeaways. Plus, every time you share this with someone, it gives you a chance to let them also enjoy the show as well. Three, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. I'll see you next week for another amazing episode of The Dr. Nicolia Show.